iHeart Communities. Thank you so much for listening to our program. Don't forget to give us a follow and you can like our page, hear all of our interviews, and even request to be a guest on our program or let us know about some great community events by going to mycommunityaccess.com or follow me on Instagram, Renee Danino, or on Twitter at mycTcommunity. One of our favorite repeat offenders is back and we're talking to a lot of Rotarians today. I'm very excited to get our conversation started with Robert Friend from our Million Mask Challenge tour take two he is the rotary project coordinator before we introduce our very special guest today i want to say hello to our friend robert friend hi robert Hi, Renee. How are you? Great I'm, to see you. I'm doing well, and it's really great to have you here on our socially distance hotline. Give us a quick recap and update on how part two went for the Million Masks Challenge. Well, it was pretty amazing. Um, the The tour uh, kicked off uh, in uh, early February, and um, we actually back in January, excuse me, and we uh, delivered another 2.5 million masks masks all across New England. And um, uh, we traveled from Connecticut all the way up into Maine through New England. And then we completed the tour uh, very excitingly uh, in Manhattan and the Westchester and Long Island area. And just thrilled that we were able to finally bring um, an enormous number of masks down there. And we have some great guests here today from, from Manhattan uh, and Westchester and um, uh, that area, uh, and some recipients to talk about how we've impacted uh, the communities on the ground there with with, with the enormity of, of masks that we delivered to these communities. Absolutely, we do. And we know that these masks and the need are not going to go away anytime soon, even though the vaccinations are out there. And it looks like our numbers, at least here in Connecticut and parts of New England, are trending in the right direction. Um, but the, these much-needed PPE and, and masks are so needed. And we want to say thank you once again to the Rossi Family Foundation, Ted Rossi, for their incredible support and incredible generosity. And with that, I want to uh, introduce our esteemed panel of guests today. We have Mary Shackleton, who is the district governor for the Rotary District 7230 in New York City, Westchester, and Staten Island. And also joining us today, Diane Arneth, the assistant governor for District 7230 and executive director for the Community Health Action of Staten Island. It's super great to have you both here. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Hi, Renee. Hi, Renee. So, uh, Mary, let's start off with you. Tell me about where you're located and, and talk about your uh, rotary, please. Let our, our Connecticut audience know a little bit about yourselves. Absolutely. Well, District 7230 consists of rotary clubs, as you said, in three islands, beautiful Bermuda, Staten Island, Manhattan, as well as Bronx and Westchester counties in New York. We're about 1,150 Rotarians in 50 or I'm sorry, 46 uh, Rotary Clubs. So it's it's a great group of people. And once again, we are so um, overwhelmed by the generosity of Ted Rossi and the Rossi Foundation. They have really gone all out to get PPE in the places that need it, in community centers, in soup kitchens, in food banks, in public housing. It's, It's just incredible. And we're really overwhelmed by the support and generosity of the Rossi Foundation and Rotarians throughout the Northeast United States. 
absolutely. And Mary, I'm going to ask you to go into more detail. But before we do that, I want to bring in uh, Diane Arneth. Diane, the Assistant Governor, District 7230, please tell us a little bit exactly like what, what Mary just did about where you all are located and, and the communities you serve. So, hi, Renee, and thanks so much for talking about this today. What an amazing project this was. So I'm the Assistant District Governor from Area 8, which is actually Staten Island. And the five Rotary Clubs on Staten Island actually all participated in the Million Mask Challenge Tour. It was so amazing to see all five Rotary Clubs come together, pick up their masks. And now I've been hearing the stories about the mask distributions. So just as an example, our five clubs picked up thousands of both surgical masks for adults, but we also had a very special pickup of masks for children. And the, the thing about the masks for children is they're much more difficult to get. You know, New York City actually distributes adult masks to some places, but children's masks are very hard to come by. And especially with young children actually being in school in New York City and for people who are on limited incomes, it's really difficult to actually manage that with everything else that's going on. So my club, the North Shore Club of Staten Island, actually distributed masks to a couple of different organizations that serve children and their families. One that serves children with autism through both educational programs and group homes. Uh, One that serves a family services program that serves low-income people who need assistance with parenting. And then we also gave some children's masks to the Sun River Community Health Center, where they have a huge pediatric practice, and they were able to distribute those masks to their patients. The other Rotary Clubs in Staten Island also distributed masks through um, food, many food pantries where they also have been supplying food over this pandemic time. One of our other clubs actually distributed masks as well to a senior housing complex where low-income seniors live and, again, are sometimes stuck in their homes because they don't have the ability to go out without the masks. So it's just been an amazing project, and my, all my club members on Staten Island have been sending me pictures of the deliveries of their masks, and people are truly grateful to both Rotary and obviously the Rossi Family Foundation for this great project. I'm going to make a very special request, and now I know you all have my email. Um, I would love to be able to, when people go back and listen to this interview, and maybe even go back to our podcast and blog, be able to see some of those photos. So with your permission and with the permission of the people who've sent you those photos, if you all could just submit just a couple, just to give people an idea of how important this initiative was. And you know what, Diane, you brought up something really important, and I know, Mary, you're going to touch on this as well, of course, Robert, too. But, you know, the masks for children really aren't talked about as much as just, you know, mass distribution, mass giveaways, things like that, you know, even though the children need them as well. So this was really a great opportunity to showcase not only the generosity of Rotarians across New England, the north, the entire Northeast, really, right? Um, but also the generosity of the Rossi Family Foundation and all the, the volunteers and everybody that you all have been talking about that work in those soup kitchens, those nursing homes, first responders and uh, group homes and things like that. Uh, Robert, would you mind just jumping back in here for one second and tell me why you all decided to add the the aspect of children's masks as well? It's a great question, Renee. And, and you know, it all falls back to Ted Rossi, um, who was able to source all these masks because of his connection globally uh, into other uh, uh, areas, particularly China, where all these um, masks actually were shipped from. Um, he uh, felt it was extremely important to include children's masks in the group of, of masks that we delivered um, across New England and down into Manhattan. 
And what, what was exciting about this is when he began um, uh, framing this, you know, we, we were talking about the design, and we ended up with a design of dinosaurs. So all the masks come with a, a beautiful array of dinosaurs on the mask, so the kids have fun with it. Um, and, and the bottom line is we, we handed out a, a, a good number throughout the entire New England area, but I know that, that, that District 7230 got a very, very strong amount to, to support their reach into the educational community in Manhattan, because this is really a tough time. As, as uh, Diane said, the, the, the uh, educational community, the, the school, public school system in Manhattan is, is back in, is, is in, is in session and actively engaged. And, you know, there's, there's individuals of all different, different economic uh, levels, and we want to make sure that everyone's covered. So this was really a wonderful opportunity for us to deliver these incredible um, uh, uh, PPEs to, to the community and, and to support that effort. We are speaking with really good friends of ours from Rotary Clubs across the, the Northeast. And, of course, we want to say thank you to them. You're listening to iHeart Communities. Our guests today are Robert Friend, Million Mass Challenge Tour Take-Two Rotary Project Coordinator. He is based here in Connecticut. We'll get to that in just a second. We're also chatting with Mary Shackleton from uh, the District Governor for Rotary District 7230, which includes New York City, Westchester, and Staten Island, and Diane Arneth, Assistant Governor for District 7230 and Executive Director for the Community Health action of Staten Island, where these districts received well over 300,000 masks for their communities. And most importantly, the impact that these masks have made on their community has been just, I don't even know if you can measure it, Mary, right? Talk a little bit about, as as Diane did, maybe some of the, the, the personal things that you've been seeing. Oh my gosh, the overwhelming response of our Rotary Clubs, all but two or three of our 46 Rotary Clubs participated in this event, this all came together literally in about a month. We, we learned about um, the opportunity to distribute these masks right around Thanksgiving time, and the actual distribution happened on um, January 14th, which is just an amazing day. And we were all so glad to get a chance to see one another in person to uh, help distribute these masks. And the really great thing is as as Diane was was talking about, these masks are going to places that really need them, especially those um, organizations that serve children, because children's masks are so difficult. And like Diane, I'm getting overwhelmed with the pictures and the notes and, and the comments um, from all the Rotarians and recipients of these masks. It's it's just an incredible overwhelming experience to to be part of this. And I think that this will help Rotary's visibility in in the New York City area, which, uh, as you know, it's, it's a very tough media market to crack. Uh, we actually uh, got the word out, and it demonstrates how Rotarians are responding to COVID-19, how we're a force for good in our community. And not only are we doing good, I think we're also you know, building a base that will help us do even more good in the future, which is just incredible. And I do like what all of you have been mentioning. I mean, yes, this this million mass challenge and the amount of masks that have been distributed through both of these now I have been honored to be a part of is wonderful. But that's not where you stop. I mean, you have so many other programs. Your, you, your outreach into your communities is just so 
far reaching, I should say, from from people and pets to our veterans, to military families, to the food pantries, as as you've been saying. Before we wrap our, our conversation today, I'm going to go to each of you and ask you certain and specific questions. So get ready and I'll throw I'll throw Robert first so you all don't feel put on the spot. I'll put Robert on the spot because he's he's a repeat offender guest and I feel comfortable doing this. Um, <laughs> Robert, tell me in your words, OK, I'm going to give you a couple little things that I need you to, to, to hit for us here. Tell me in your words what it means to be a part of the Rotary Clubs here in Connecticut, number one, but then number two, how people here in our state of Connecticut can be more involved. Well, it's, uh, listen, I've been a Rotarian for over 20 years, and and uh, and I went into it because I wanted to give back to my community, but I had no idea uh, until I started engaging the far-reaching impact that it would have. And so, from a Rotarian perspective, uh, the ownership that I have to what we do in Connecticut and what I see happening in other districts, uh, what's, what's, and, and what's amazing to me is the multi-district aspect of what we just experienced with the Million Mass Challenge Tour, you know, from 7230 in Manhattan all the way up to 7250 and, and other districts all the way up to Maine has been extraordinary. But here in Connecticut, we're, you know, and, and I think everywhere else, we're hitting all areas of service. I mean, we're supporting you know, our, our local communities. That's the key. We, we, we're focusing, each club focuses on their local community. Um, and then we're also focusing on our regional needs. And then the other aspect of Rotary is being able to do it on an international basis, engage in what we call global grants and supporting um, uh, developing countries and developing uh, countries that have needs in specific areas like water. Um, uh, for instance, my district um, does a tremendous amount of work in bringing a fresh water to Uganda, which is a country that has horrible water sanitation issues. Um, we also do a lot with the Dominican Republic, and we do a lot um, with um, – uh, uh, we have a program called the Gift for Life where we go into um, developing communities and we save children that have heart uh, uh, issues and that cannot survive without life-saving surgeries that are – that are uh, uh, processed and executed through a program called Gift of Life. And these are just two small examples. But um, uh, I I will tell you, if you want to get engaged in an organization that is uh, actively supporting uh, the impact of changing lives uh, and and literally get your – roll your sleeves up and get involved in the process, you can do it by joining any Rotary Club in your community. And it's easy to find and search for, and we'll have links up at mycommunityaccess.com. Mary Shackleton uh, from New York, if you wouldn't mind, District Governor, Rotary District 7230, I'll ask you the same thing. What does it mean for you to be a part of the Rotary, and how can people uh, find out about where you are and, and make a difference in your communities you serve? It's uniting together with like-minded people to, as I said, do a little good in the world. The work we're doing with COVID-19 is actually directly related to the work that we've been doing for the past 30 years with respect to polio eradication. And the work and the infrastructure that we've built to eradicate polio is also being used to get information out about COVID-19. It will be the channel through which a lot of the vaccinations will happen for COVID-19 it's an organization, like Robert said, you, you join a local Rotary Club and you don't even realize the global scope of Rotary until you get involved. And I would encourage anyone who wants to know more about Rotary, what we do, 
to log into rotary.org or rotary7230.org where you'll find a lot more about our local clubs, what we do, what we do on the ground in our communities, what we're doing globally, and how you can help. And Diane Arneth, Assistant Governor for District 7230, I'll pose those same questions to you, you know, how it, how and what it means to you to be a part of, of the Rotary, to be a Rotarian, and how you're impacting the community. So, Renee, it's interesting. I joined Rotary about 22 years ago. And when I first joined, obviously the focus is on, and the focus of the Rotary Clubs that you see, we're actually delivering food to veterans who are homebound, for example, and that you're touching somebody in your community and making a difference. But the thing about Rotary that's amazing is we're part of a worldwide community of helpers. So, you know, when Robert is talking about these projects that we do, we do them in, in collaboration with these communities. So, for example, my Rotary Club collaborated with a Rotary Club in Nairobi, Kenya, to actually outfit a science lab for a village school that was not far from Nairobi. And we do it together. And we also focus on not just, we don't just hand out things. What we do is we actually lift up in concert with community communities in terms of the needs that they have, the, the, the communities identify the needs themselves. And whether that's locally, where it's a food pantry who needs food, or that's globally, where it's a village in some place so far away that we can't even imagine it. If they identify a need, we work with the Rotary Clubs there and our Rotary Clubs and work with that community to actually give them the tools to be able to address the issues in their own communities. And so one of the things that I like most about Rotary and one of the things that I've learned in the years that I've been doing this work is the fact that Rotary is is this worldwide community of people helping each other and helping their communities um, through collaboration, through cooperation, and through building relationships so that we can all give a little bit in order to create tremendous impact in the world. Well, I want to thank all of our guests today as we are wrapping up our conversation with our friends from the Rotary Clubs from Connecticut to New York. And you can hear this interview again at MyCommunityAccess.com. We were so proud to promote and and help in any way, shape, or form the Million Mask Challenge Tour Part 2. Thanking our guests today, Robert Friend, Mary Shackleton, Diane Arneth. And of course, we we would love to have Ted Rossi here, but we know he doesn't like to be on air that much. So we're going to throw him a huge shout out and say thank you to the Rossi Family Foundation for helping provide all of those masks and the much-needed masks and PPE for children as well. So uh, keep doing the great work you're doing. I'll look forward to our next conversation. Thank you all for being on iHeart Communities.